0: Hi, welcome to episode 22 of XY Podcast titled Five Steps on Boosting Your Confidence and Five Steps That Will Kill It at the Same Time. Um, In our XY portal online in www.etundeodabassin.com, a listener, her name is Monique, asked, How can I be more confident in the workplace and in general? So episode 22 is dedicated to talking about five steps that will help boost your confidence and five steps that will kill it um, at the same time. First and foremost, let's define what confidence is. Confidence is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities and qualities. My first step in actually centered on this definition. So let's get right to it. So number one, sit down and think about what is actually unique to you. What actually makes you different? If you need to write it down, get a pen and paper and write this down. Because oftentimes we can have a whole list on many of the things that we need to change. Um, you know, about ourselves, but we seldomly really think about, hey, what am I really good at? What are my best qualities? What are things that make me unique? Um, So you should focus on this area, because this is where your beauty lies. Your beauty lies in your uniqueness and what makes you distinctive and what makes you different than anybody else. Step two, take time to get beautiful for yourself. I mean, take an extra five minutes out of your day to adorn yourself with whatever makes you feel happy and more alive, whether if that's your favorite perfume, a favorite lip gloss, a great jacket, you know, doing your hair a certain way. I always say that internal beauty is extremely important, but also what matters, what, what you look like on the outside also matters to you. I'm not saying to everybody else, but to you. So if there's a, a nice LBD dress you have in your closet, if there's something that you know that will give you, give you an extra spunk in your step, don't neglect that, but actually put emphasis and focus on that. Find something that makes you feel beautiful because it matters. Step three, force yourself to speak up a little more in and out of the workplace, Confidence in yourself and your abilities often requires you to speak about them and showcase them. It's not about being arrogant. It's not ego. It's not about bragging. It's strategic and it's necessary for you to speak about yourself in ways that prove you are an asset. Sometimes being too quiet can actually be a liability, and I always say this as a professor to my students. I have really, really intelligent students who they hand in their papers, they hand in their assignments, they do their finals, they do their midterms, and they're extremely, you know, intelligent. They get A's on everything, but they never talk in class. Whether it's a lack of confidence, whether they don't feel comfortable, they're actually not necessarily going to get an A plus in the class because speaking in class is a requirement. Um. In my study, so it's, it, it goes everywhere without saying. So, you can put your head down and work and be the best, but if you don't showcase your talents, if you don't talk about them, if you don't really tell the world who you are, your story will get written for you. And it's really important to be able to be vocal about these things. Um, it's a skill and it's something you need to work on. Step four it's easier to criticize oneself than to praise. Um and, and we actually do that to people. So we're we're quick we're quicker to criticize someone, we're quicker to be more judgmental, to say a shade or a comment that's not really nice than to say something in praise and in adoration and a compliment to someone. And that in turn also affects how we look and talk to ourselves. So um you need to sit down, we need to sit down and, and give ourselves a pat on the back sometimes, showcasing yourself showcasing love for yourself is a recipe for confidence it's a recipe for love and it's a recipe for gratitude in my opinion and step five keep words of affirmation and quotes that uplift the spirit and give you a boost of confidence and a shot of fierceness whenever you need it. I love quotes. I am a woman of affirmations. I have them in my brain, on my cell phone, anywhere that I'm reading, because sometimes I need that extra boost of confidence, that extra pat on the back, that extra push to keep me going. And I just turn to a great quote. I've turned to an affirmation to do that for me. And sometimes, you know, relying on people, they may not say the right things at the right time, but I'm sure there's always a good quote that someone said out there that will give you that extra boost. So those are my five steps on boosting your confidence. Now I'm turning into the five steps or five detractors that will kill your confidence. Number one, relying on people to help you feel confident. People can disappoint. They can say words that cut you very deeply. And most importantly, they can try to kill your shine. Yes, people do do that. Um, Don't allow the opinions on Of others, um, which can be just really mere projections on how they view themselves, their own insecurities, internal battles of lack of esteem, um, that can really jack you up. So do not rely on people to validate yourself, your dreams, or give you that confidence that you need. Um, That's really a sure way to actually lose your confidence because you're relying on someone else to provide it for you. Step two, know the difference between constructive feedback and negative criticism. There's so many people whose star really shimmers less because they took constructive feedback to heart or held on to negative criticism and believed it was true. Look, constructive, constructive feedback helps you. It provides you with specific tools and on how to change, and most importantly, it gives you steps on how you can move forward and be a better person. Anyone who provides you with constructive feedback really cares about your development growth. They want you to succeed, and they will give you gifts and and guidance and tools on how to be a better version of yourself. Negative criticism, the mission is simply to harm you. It's to make you feel less of yourself. Um, It absolutely provides no guidance on how you can become that better version of yourself or whatever they claim you should be. So you really need to know the difference because there's a lot of people who have based their hopes and their dreams on really negative criticism that they believe were constructive feedback. Negative criticism comes from this power play, and it's actually really um, a tool of manipulation and what we call psychological warfare, and and I'll go into that in, in a future episode. But that does happen in and out of the workplace, so you really have to be vigilant on the difference between constructive feedback and negative criticism. Step three, stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing yourself to other people. He or she is doing that, He or she looks like that. Or how come that works for her and it doesn't work for me? Or what am I doing wrong that she's doing well? Just stop it. Stop comparing yourself. Comparison is a recipe for a disaster. And it's a sure way to kill your own confidence and really your own fierceness. We are all different and can never be the same. That's really the reality of things. And that's what makes us unique that's what makes us special that's what makes us different this idea that we all bring something different to the table so comparison doesn't acknowledge people's uniqueness if anything comparison tries to form a idea of or actions of competition against one's uniqueness so stop comparing yourself step 4 comparison actually leads to competition so step 4 when you start to compare you actually start that's the beginning process of competition Constant comparison shows where you stop or where you don't measure up in some areas. So you begin to work only to prove to yourself and really to prove to others and to the world that you measure up in some kind of way. And your focal analysis and reasons why you are not genuine is not just an internal competition. It's one that you have set up in your mind that you sort of need to do. Um, And it's really a sure way to show that you lack some form of confidence. You lack some form of esteem. um, When you start comparing yourself and competing against someone else. Again, we are all unique. We are all different in our own walks of life. And we need to really focus on those uniqueness and those differences. Because that's where the beauty and that's where our own personal advantage lies. Number five, last last part. Negative self-talk. When you talk negatively to yourself. What do you think will actually manifest? People who want things to be perfect at all the time are often extremely hard on themselves. You know, I can sometimes be this way too. Like, okay, I need to get this done. You know, I should have done this a little bit better. But I sort of realized that, you know, perfectionism is not achievable. So I'm, 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 I'm more easier on myself. Um, but, you know, people who want things to be perfect, they're very hard on themselves. They are the ones who have gotten used to negative thinking. When we stop and think how many times per day we feed into this idea of negative self-talk, you know, you can be really, I'm really astounded in a sense. When we look in the mirror and we wake up and criticize whether it's the bag under our eyes, when we tell ourselves we look fat in this outfit that we have put on, or when we say things that, oh, the report we did, it could have been better, it didn't turn out, it wasn't good enough, or well, the presentation could have been better. Um, most of us have been using negative self-talk for a very, very long time. We just sort of got used to it. It's become a normal way of life for us. So, um, you know, at the same time, we really need to think about how we can replace negative thinking with positive and realistic thoughts. So let's get away with negative self-talk and be more positive in what we say to one another. So those really are my five steps to boosting your confidence and five steps that will actually kill your confidence. And one of the things is that why is confidence important? It's extremely important and it shouldn't be a surprise that more the more confident you are at work and in life can bring work- workplace promotions, it can bring advantages and benefits in your own life. There was a pilot study at the University of Melbourne that found some correlation between the confidence levels as early as primary school and success in the workplace as an adult. This this idea of confidence doesn't just only apply to the workplace. There was another study by the University of Texas that showed students who received some expression of confidence in their ability even while receiving criticism performed better later on Than those who were simply told to aim for higher standards. So, confidence is key in your developmental stage in life from a child to an adult. And even as an adult, it's extremely important to be able to reaffirm yourself, find what puts that pep into your step, find quotes and affirmations or, or things that matter to you um, that you place value on to increase your confidence and your self-esteem. Speak up more um, and speak up where it matters, whether it's about yourself and your abilities. Don't be too sh- too afraid to share what you're good at. If you don't share it, no one will know. So here, those are my five steps on boosting your confidence and five steps that will kill your confidence at the same time. So I hope, Monique, I hope I answered your question and wishing you a life of fierceness and confidence. You can download and listen to this podcast on iTunes, www.yatundayodabeson.com and on SoundCloud. Stay tuned for episode 23. 23. Um, thank you for tuning in.